Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Hello and welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray. He's your financial coach at Inside Folio, serving you in the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. You can find us online at insightfolios.com. Click the listen button, ask your questions to Kevin, or listen to past episodes of the show and much more. That's at insightfolios.com. Kevin, are you? Uh, I'm surprised you made it into the studio today to record the show because if you're anything like me, I'm still stuffed from Thanksgiving weekend. It was it was an extravaganza of lots of different foods, and uh, the leftovers are, are just finally dwindling down. Well, I waddled in this morning rather than walked in. How's that? Because right. I've been eating it for like three or four days now, so <laughs> I'm the same boat you're at. Rolling, waddling, these are the yeah. new ways to describe our movements out I've, about. I've taken several fat naps after that, so yeah, I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> a fat, not a cat nap, a fat nap. A fat nap, a fat yep. Nap, that's yep. right. Did you do the, the old uh, unbuckle the pants and watch some watch some football, watch uh, the Detroit Lions get stomped on? Well, you know, I'm not, I give up on football this year, but um, I ended up taking uh, my little, you know, what do you call those pants you wear around? Uh, little, little stretchy pants, sweat pants? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, you know, <laughs> walking or whatever they call them. Yeah, so I put those on quite a bit lately. There you go. That's the that's definitely the way to do it in the holidays. All right, so we got a Buckle up for the next few weeks here and uh, tr- trim down, and then we can eat a whole bunch again at Christmas, all right? I will do that, because that's going to happen. So, yep. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Well, uh, we've got lots of good things to talk about today. We are ending the <laughs> end, nearing the end of 2020. It is finally upon us, and uh, we can start talking about some end-of-year decisions that need to be made with your finances and in terms of retirement planning, some things to be thinking about at the end of 2020. We're going to dig into that on today's show. Uh, we might have the chance to talk about cutting corners and some other items as well on today's show. So all of that is on the agenda. And uh, Kevin, let's start there. Let's look ahead to you know the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021. What are the important things that we need to be thinking about some of the financial issues that need to be discussed? So we've assembled a little bit of a list here that we can work our way through. And I think one you know area of opportunity, certainly at the end of the year, is when it comes to those retirement contributions, there's always a little bit more time here at the end of the year to contribute more and maybe even max out our retirement accounts if we're still working, right? You no, know, there there is. And I don't know about you, Walter, but I'd be glad to get 2020 out of the out of the river and mirror, so or into the river and mirror. I, I'm I usually say. not that guy. You know, every year I feel like everybody's like, Oh, I can't wait for this year to be over. And and I think, you know, you know my life philosophy, make every yep. year better than the last. Yep. And so I don't really like to rush off from the year, you know, but uh, yeah, 2020, it, it, it could go. It could go yeah. now. It could go. I'll, I'll, I'll let I had enough. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let it go. But yeah, yeah. Uh, max out retirement contributions, kind of step number one to consider. It is. Now's the time, you know, if you're considering that, sit down and see how much you can contribute towards your retirement plan. So let's go through some examples here. If you work and you have a 401k, a 403b, or a 457, um, your annual contribution limit is 19500 And if you're over the age, if you're 15 above, there's an additional 6500 It's called the catch-up contribution. So that's a total contribution of 26000 
Now, why would somebody, Walter, why would they think about, you know, putting more money in? There's a couple of good reasons. What, what do you come up with? Uh, why would we want to put more money in? Well, we, right. we want to save more for retirement, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and you can't, once the year passes, you can't go back and, you know, max out the previous year's contribution. So it's kind of a one-shot deal. It is. And then the more that you put in oh, here. Oh, and taxes. Taxes, yeah. exactly. Hey, we've been working on together a long, a long time here. I'm glad you picked up on <laughs> I that. I picked up on it that time, yes. <laughs> I got so, the first layer, but I was able to go down to the second <laughs> layer today. You're, you're doing good. So let's talk about IRAs, traditional and Roth. Again, you can put in $6,000, and then if you're 50 or older, the catch-up contribution says you can add another 1000 for a total $7,000. And then we have what's called the simple 401k, the simple IRA. Annual contribution there is 13500 and to catch up if you're 50 and over is uh, um, 3000 so that's a total of $16,500. That could be some really serious tax planning that you could do between here and the end of the year, depending on how you're structured with your 401ks or those types of things. But keep that in the back of your mind because that may help out your overall tax um, situation and it definitely will help you with your savings towards retirement. So saving more money is going to get you closer to your retirement goal. We all know it's not a bad thing. If you're 50, if you're over 50, start increasing the amount you can save. If this is the first time you've heard that, take advantage of it. Start saving. The end result is it's going to get you to retirement earlier than you thought in most cases. And that's always a good thing if you're looking towards retirement. Put the extra savings into your plan. Is that ever a bad idea, Walter? No, never a bad idea. I, I, no I no one's ever so. regretted saving for retirement, right? No, I've never heard anybody come in my office in the 30 years say, you know what, I put too much money away. Yeah, that just uh, doesn't happen. No, no. If it does, <laughs> I'll let you know. Yeah. So I think, you know, if you take advantage of that, there's some serious tax planning that can be going on and also some serious retirement planning can go on because you could probably add more money than what you originally thought. That's a very good point. Great, uh, great first item to kick us off in our end of year planning checklist. Here's another issue to consider. Uh, you know, we have the CARES Act this year. Um, and you need to review the CARES Act issues for coronavirus relief. So uh, there were big changes and kind of adjustments this year, right, Kevin, in terms of uh, RMD changes and other opportunities that relate to taxes and penalties and that sort of thing? Yes. Uh, well, let's go over the couple that uh, we talk about all the time in my office here. So the RMD, like you mentioned, what does that stand for? It stands for Required Minimum Distribution. Now, they changed the rules. It used to be 70 and a half. Everybody got used to it. So when you turned to 70 and a half, you had to take out that RMD. Now it is age 72. But because of the CARES Act this year, you do not have to take your RMD if you do not want to. So let's look at it in a, in a little different light. How would that benefit you? Well, I can give you a perfect example. I just had a client that came into my office a couple of weeks ago, and their RMD, what they were forced to take out, was a little over $27,000. Now, in normal cases, if you don't take that RMD out, the penalty is 50%, and that's a big penalty. But this year, you don't have to take that RMD if you don't want to. And we talked with my clients and they said, you know, we really don't need the money. I really don't want the money. And um, let's just let that RMD sit, sit near this year. So what does that mean? Well, they had $27,000 less that they're going to have to pay tax on both federally and the state of Michigan here. In my client's case, the benefit was it saved them over $7,000 in taxes. That's a perfect opportunity if you are looking to save some tax dollars. Uh, this year you can do it, possibly next year, depending on how the laws are going to be interpreted and how this pandemic works out. And there's one other important factor of the CARE Act, Walter. Let's go over that just for a minute, too. Okay. If you were affected financially from the pandemic, almost everybody was, and you are under the age of 59 and a half, you can withdraw from your retirement account with no 10% penalty. 
So last year, let's say you needed $1,000 from your retirement account and you were 55 years old. You take it out, 10% penalty, 10% goes to Uncle Sam. This year, no 10% penalty. Remember, you have to be financially affected. The other benefit is this, is you could spread those taxes over three years. So if you take out you know, $20,000, you could spread those taxes over three years. And you can also repay it into your retirement account over three years too. So if you're, you know, if you're financially in a hardship right now and the pandemic's affected you, this may be a great way to help you get you through um, some tough times right now, especially because winter's coming, heating bills, Christmas, all those things. So that may be something that you want to take advantage of before the end of the year because we don't know what's going to be next year. Absolutely. We're talking with Kevin Ray. If you're just joining us here on Simply Financial, we're discussing some of the end of year planning items that you can think about, tackle, and even take action on here in the last couple of weeks of the year if it's something that ends up being certainly urgent. Some of these things are just good end of year checklist items to check up on. It doesn't necessarily mean that you'll have an action item, but some of them uh, may have an actionable thing attached to them. And so if you want to have uh, a little bit more of an in-depth conversation with Kevin about these things, don't hesitate to reach out. You can call anytime, even during the show at 8 888-885-PLAN to get in touch. That's 888-885-7526. It's possible you'll get the voicemail. If that's the case, just leave a quick message and Kevin will be able to get back in touch with you and uh, set up a time to meet or discuss remotely your situation so you can kind of go through that planning process sooner rather than later. We don't want to procrastinate. That's also part of today's message as well as we talk about this end of year planning checklist. Don't put off to next year what can be fixed and fine-tuned today. 888-885-PLAN again is your number. That's 888-885-7526. All right, so max out retirement contributions, review the CARES Act issues. Item number three on our checklist, Kevin, explore possibilities for tax loss harvesting. I feel like we just lost a lot of people, though, with a buzzword like that. What in the world is tax loss harvesting? Is that something the average saver and investor is really doing? Isn't that where you go into your accountant's office and you harvest some kind of of a herb or something? <laughs> something, yeah. I'm I'm having pictures of like I'm I'm walking. What what was the uh, a sickle? Right? Is that what they used yeah, to call yeah, the old farm yeah, sickle? Yeah, yeah. You, you sickle your wheat down. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> no, what we're talking about here. That was. I'm sorry, I got off track there. What we're talking about here. Tax loss harvesting only works in taxable accounts. It will not work in your IRAs, 403Bs, 457s. And here's how it works. Here's how you can take advantage of it. If you have investment losses, you know, they can reduce your taxes by offsetting gains or income. So let me give you an example. You have, uh, you lost $5,000 on some particular stock that you bought that was outside your retirement account. You can take that loss this year and you could use $3,000 of it and carry over $2,000 of it. If you have gains on the other hand, so you had a, a stock that won or made 5,000 and then you lost 5,000 on the other one, you could possibly wash out that stock or that loss so you could take the gain on the, on the positive side and then use the negative side to offset that. Even if you don't currently have any gains, there are, so if you don't have any gains, you just have losses, there are some benefits to harvesting losses now. We're talking about something that you've lost money on. Uh, and the reason is they can offset income or future gains. If you have more capital losses than gains, you may be able to use you know $3,000 a year to offset your ordinary income on your federal taxes, and it carries over for the rest of the future year. So if you had $30,000 loss, let's say, you can carry over that $3,000 for the next 10 years. It, it doesn't go away. They only allow, But the caveat here is you only take 3000 per year. When looking for tax loss uh, selling candidates, consider investments that no longer fit into your strategy. 
Maybe you bought these things years ago and they were for growth and maybe your your portfolios change. You know, these things have poor prospects for future growth now and they can be easily replaced by other investments that's going to fill a similar role in your portfolio. But be careful. There's one caveat here also. Be mindful of what's called the wash sale rule. What says this? If you sell, let's say General Motors stock uh, for a loss and you buy it back within 30 days, that does not count then. You cannot do that. And it has to be 31 days or later. So you, this is this is complicated stuff. So sit down with your accountant, sit down with your advisor and go through those things and see if this is going to be able to help you this year. Now, remember, we only got a few days left in December. Now's the time to sit down and start looking at those key aspects to see if they're going to help you for the year 2020. Yeah, that's the. Uh, there's a lot to meet to unpack, I think, in that one, Kevin. That's where it's definitely worthwhile to sit down, have a conversation, or I know you're still doing lots of Zoom calls and those kinds of things uh, with people, you know, remotely going over their plans and whatnot. But this is something where it really helps to kind of talk out your specific situation with an advisor. Once you start getting into talking about tax loss harvesting and wash sales and all these kinds of things, you're going to want somebody to kind of help hold your hand through navigating those different issues. And that's not to try and confuse everybody on the show today, Kevin, but these are opportunities. So we don't want to run away from them just because they're not the simplest things in the world to grasp. Don't run away embrace the opportunities and see if they'll they'll benefit you yeah it's a great point all right another end of your planning checklist item which by the way if you do want to reach out to kevin don't forget the number you can call anytime 888-885-PLAN 888-885-PLAN evaluate options for tax deductible charitable contributions Uh, always kind of at the end of the year great opportunity for when we start talking about saving on taxes, um, to be able to utilize that for giving to charity. However, um, because of the tax changes of the last couple of years, Kevin, this is not quite as much, I mean, still good to give to charity, right? But uh, don't just automatically think it's going to benefit your taxes like it probably did in the past. No, let's talk about something that people did in the past, and there's a better way to do it uh, this year for tax deductions. So if you have to take an RMD, or if you take one from your account this year, and you really don't need it, and you like to give that money to, let's say, your church, there's a different way to do it. It's called a QCD, Qualified Charitable Distribution. And what that is, is a direct transfer from your IRA. So let's say you have your IRA at Schwab. You say, uh, Schwab, I need my RMD coming out. What is it? And let's say it's $5,000. And then you tell Schwab in this particular case, pay that $5,000 directly to the charity you want it to go to. So if it's your church, you want to pay it directly to the church, not yourself. So the amounts distributed as the you know qualified charitable distribution can be counted towards satisfying your RMD this year for up to $100,000. And the QCD is excluded from your taxable income. Now, let's go back to the way people used to do it, you know, because this isn't the case if you do what's called a regular withdrawal from your IRA, even if you use the money to make certain charitable contributions later on. So the same example, you take $5,000 from your uh, IRA because that's your RMD, but the check is made out to you. Now, if you take that check and you make that contribution, you put it in your your bank account, you write a separate check out to that charity, you may not be able to use that deduction. Why? Because they've raised our standard deduction. So if you're charitable minded and you have RMDs, you really don't, you really don't want them or you, you can use them for this, this type of planning. In prior years, the, you know, the rules permitted QCDs required reauthorization from Congress every year. And Walter, do you think Congress is, you know, timely and and responsible in making, you know, uh, decisions on a timely basis? Yeah. I mean, uh, a beacon of efficiency. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but what they did, because they were always running in trouble, we didn't know whether you could do this or not. But they, they passed an act called the Protecting Americans from Tax Hikes Path back in 2015. So now this what called QCD provision is now permanent part of the internal revenue. So if you're charitable-minded, uh, this is a better way to not have to pay tax on that IRA distribution. If you're still taking the IRA distribution, the RMD, and you're getting it mailed to your house in your name, there's a better way to do it and you wanna consider doing something like that. Now here's another tip. An additional factor to consider, you may take advantage of the higher, you know, the standard deductions. 12,400 for single filers, 24,800 for married filing joining. What, what does this mean? Is that you, you can claim your standard deduction. You won't be allowed to itemize things like charitable donations. However, since your uh, QCD are not included in your income, and it's also not deductible, so it doesn't count as a taxable event. So what age do you have to be to do this? You have to be at least 70 and a half or older to do this. So if that's you, there's another benefit to doing that, and we're talking about taxes year in planning. This is just another thing people should keep in the back of their mind. This is all really important stuff because you might think you're going to make some really good decisions with donating to charity, which again is never a bad thing, but uh, you want to be able to also benefit from that as you are able to in the tax law. And so that's why it's always good to refresh on some of these things and why we do these end of year checklists because things change, new rules come down and happen, circumstances are different, a pandemic happens and changes the world and uh, that can influence how you make those decisions going forward so that's why we put stuff like that on this end of year checklist we've got two more items let's get to them kevin uh the other one is to consider purchases that would give you a tax credit what is this talking about like the energy efficient type you know window upgrades that get you tax credits sometimes and those things like that that they pass along yeah, you could do something like that. Sometimes, you know, the electric cars have some kind of tax credit also, like uh, the Chevy Volt did a few years ago. There's other things, you know, the in, the earned income tax credit that you, you may qualify for. That's for low-income individuals, uh, and it's worth up to about $65.57 uh, in, in tax credits. It's a refundable credit, which means, you, you you know, you could put your money into your pocket even if you don't have the IRS. There's other things out there, you know, the child tax credit, which is up to $2,000 per Per child in your household, there's you know there's a bunch of different tax credits that you can look be looking at, and the, and the thing is now now's the time to be looking at them for your tax help in the year 2020, and let's get 2020 up and running as efficiently as you can and as profitable as you can. And how do you do that? You take advantage of some of these credits that are out there. You know, there's American Opportunity Tax Credit. If you're paying for college, like a lot of my clients are, you may be entitled the money off your taxes from the American Opportunity Tax Credit. You know, to qualify the student you're paying for must be enrolled in college at least half time. From there, the credit is worth this, 100% of the first $2,000 in education expenses, then 25% of the next 2,000. So you could maybe save around $2,500. So if you're a grandparent and you're paying for maybe the grandkids, that may be a great opportunity for you too. There's lots of tax credits and now's the time to be looking into them. All right. So finally, last item on our end of year 2020 planning checklist is to kiss it goodbye. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we have an actual final item here. Uh, yeah. Determine if a Roth conversion makes sense for you and then kiss 2020 goodbye. There you go. There you go. So why would someone consider a Roth? Let me give you an example. You have a traditional IRA, and we're talking to people primarily that have been retired or getting close to retirement, and you contributed to that 401k 
every week, every month for your whole working career, and you've done a fantastic job and you saved a million dollars. Walter, I got a question for you. If that is you and you saved that million dollars, is that million dollars all yours? I'm sorry, I'm not here. I'm on my boat. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> You've reached my voicemail. <laughs> you think you're on your boat. <laughs> um, no, that that million is not all all my million, right? It it is not. Do you, do you get to keep the million? Let's say you call a four hundred one k company and you said, "I want to cash out my account. Send me the million dollars." Do you think you get to keep all a million? No. And the, and the answer is, is this: Why, Uncle Sam? is waiting for his piece of the pie. And so is the state of Michigan, if you live in Michigan. This is why you sit down with an advisor and see if the Roth conversion makes sense. Remember, if you do the conversion, let's say you convert you know, $20,000 over to, from a traditional IRA to a, a Roth IRA, you're gonna have to pay tax on it. You're gonna include that in your taxable income. Well, you're saying, why in the world would I wanna pay tax on that? Well, right now we're in low tax environment. Who knows what it's gonna be next year when the new administration comes in. It may save you dollars down the road. And not only that, Whatever that 20000 grows to is tax-free for the rest of your life. So if you have years to go or you don't need that money for you know, at least you know 10 years, this may be a viable option to start planning for taxes somewhere in the future because whatever that grows to is tax-free. So when you take distributions from it for income, tax-free. If you take distributions from your regular 401k uh, as income, 100% taxable. That's the big difference. That's why you want to sit down and that's why you want to see if these conversions make sense for you in your particular inst uh, instance. It's so important to ask the right questions when you're planning for your financial and retirement future. That's why we bring things like this up on our end of year planning checklist conversation. So if any of this has sparked a question in your mind about your own situation and about how well prepared you are for your finances in 2021, for retirement in the future, take that as an indication that it might be time for a conversation with an advisor who can help you navigate all those waters. Kevin offers complimentary financial reviews to anyone in the Tri-City area. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Kevin's based out of Pinconning, but also has an office in Saginaw and can, of course, meet with you remotely as well during, uh, you know, hopefully what are the final couple of months of this pandemic as we get vaccines and the like rolling out and hopefully more people getting back to normal here soon. 888-885-PLAN is that number once again to dial to get in touch. Kevin has about three decades of experience helping people navigate to and through retirement, and he can help you as well if you have any questions. Don't hesitate to reach out. Call now at 888-885-PLAN. If you get the voicemail, leave a quick message, and Kevin will follow up with you shortly. 888-885-7526. Lots more coming up on today's show. Stick with us here on Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. No need to complicate it. This is Simply Financial. You're tuned in to Simply Financial. Walter Storholt here alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw. If you've been a longtime listener to the show, I am certain that you've probably picked up Kevin's Retirement Rescue Toolkit already, but just in case you haven't, or if you're a new listener to the program, let me tell you about it. The Retirement Rescue Toolkit is a physical box that Kevin's going to send you packed with goodies, special reports, books, uh, talking about saving money on taxes, proper income planning, retirement preparation, all sorts of good stuff like that. It's a great way to get started 
in your retirement preparation journey, if it's something you're just beginning or dipping your toe in the water, this gives you a lot of essential good information right off the bat. And Kevin, I'll tell people how they can text in and get that here in a few moments, but uh, what are some of the things you're putting in the kit these days? Yep, you know, this is funny, Walter. Uh, we had a gentleman a couple of weeks ago from Nevada order a kit, and that's our long distance one for the year. But what we put in there is we put a couple of books in there, one by myself and Dan, and it's called Navigating Through Retirement. We're going to put a lot of tax information in there. That's kind of timely this time of year because that's what we've been talking about in the last segment. Uh, Paul's going to put the book in there, Rethink, Replan, Retire. That's how we use our simplicity process, the patent process that will give you your retirement number that we talk about year in and year out for the past couple of years here. We also put in some white papers, some ideas on saving taxes, a few goodies from the office, and it's really easy to get. You tell them how, Walter. All you have to do is text the word KIT to the number 33. Two two two. This is no cost, no obligation kind of deal. All you are doing is raising your hand and saying, yeah, I'd like to get that free retirement rescue toolkit. So all you have to do is text the word KIT to the number 33222. We'll text you right back with a link to click on, put in your information, and Kevin will zip that toolkit out to you. Again, lots of good resources in here, and it's a great starting point for a lot of people who are just beginning that financial and retirement planning process. So one more time, just text the word KIT to the number 33222, or you can call the old-fashioned way to our show number, 888-885-PLAN, and let us know you want the Retirement Rescue Toolkit. 888-885-PLAN, again, is that number. Kevin, I want to take a moment to look at the ways that people try to cut corners in retirement planning. You know, we talked earlier in the show about some of the end-of-year things that people can be thinking about. And while others may view this as a good time to try and gussy up some of their planning, others may kind of look at the end of the year and go, ooh, I need to make a bunch of changes or I'm not structured properly here. I've got to fix maybe some of the issues that I've got going on with my plan. So let me see if I can get the fastest way from point A to point B. And they might cut some corners getting there in the process. Whenever we feel that time pinch, we tend to look for those shortcuts and those way to cut corners. Obviously, not the best of ideas to do that. Haste is not what we want to do. No. So let's talk about some of the ways we see people cutting corners and how we can maybe counteract that a little bit. Uh, A lot of people, you know, you talked about earlier in the show, maxing out retirement contributions and that kind of thing. Well, some people realize they're a little behind in their savings. And so instead of saving more, they try to take more risk and make up for not saving enough in those earlier years. How often does that strategy work out? Not too often, Walter. Yeah. Um, And here's the problem I see. We talk to people like this all the time that come into the office and I'll ask them, you know, what type of risk are you taking? And they're taking a lot of risk. And the reason is is different than you would think in most cases. And they think they haven't saved enough. And then I'll say, are you sure you haven't saved enough? Well, no, I'm pretty sure I haven't. You know, so how do you know you're investing correctly to take the right amount of risk? It's one of the questions we'll ask. And the reasoning is because uh, in a lot of cases is that maybe you see your co-workers 401k balance and it's a lot more than yours. Or maybe you see your neighbor's 401k balance, your relative's 401k balance, and that's the reason that you're guessing I don't have near as much. So you're taking all of that additional risk. Here's the thing that I see, especially in the Michigan area. You may have a pension and your neighbor may not. You may not have any debt and your neighbors are full of debt. Maybe, you know, maybe they are, maybe they're they're not. The question should be, how do I determine how much risk I need to take? Not taking all the risk because you think you're behind. How do I determine that? 
If you've been listening to this show, you already know the answer. What is your retirement number? If you don't know what that retirement number is, that's the first thing you need to do in order to figure out how much risk do you need to take to get you to retirement and through retirement. And what that retirement number is this. We take what you've saved already. We throw in your Social Security. If you have a pension, we show all those incomes in there. Next question is, how much income do you want on a yearly basis? We're going to tack on inflation to that. And at the end of our simplicity report, it's going to come up with very one very specific number. And that's what we call your retirement number. So if in our retirement numbers, we're looking for a loan number. So if you had, if your number is 3.1, that says you have to average 3.1% on your investments from here to age 90 or 95. On the other hand, if it's 10%, then you know, well, you're, yeah, I am behind. I need to take some risk. And that number will guide you in the correct direction in order to get you where you're trying to get. So just don't guess at it. Just because you you think your neighbor has more, you're uh, co-worker has more sit down figure this out and you're the missing part in this don't guess don't procrastinate sit down start the planning process and figure this out because i can almost assure you in almost every case when people come in our office it's a lot better than they thought when they leave a lack of organization in many parts of life gets people in trouble as well, Kevin, but especially when it comes to financial planning. Now, you can successfully plan for your financial future without being super organized, but you're definitely making it hard on yourself if you're not, right? Well, yourself and who else? <laughs> on your planner. <laughs> on your planner. And, and, and your then, loved ones. And, and your loved ones, yeah. Yep. Exactly. So let me tell you a story. We had a couple come in here. I was mother and daughter, and one of their questions was, or what they what they said to me was, you know what? My mom was left a mess from her mom, and I don't want that same situation happening to me, so we need to come in and get organized. So we started the planning procedure. So imagine this. God forbid you walk out on life tomorrow. What kind of mess are you leaving behind? Because you are going to leave a mess behind if you don't prepare for it. How would your spouse, your partner, your children know what to do? What would be helpful? Well, everything should be in one place. Your investments, your deed to your home, your birth certificates, military discharge papers, safety deposit uh, uh, box info, your titles, where your titles to your vehicles, your RVs, you know, UTVs. Where's your life insurance policy information at? Where's your funeral burial instructions at? Uh, a list of names of people you're going to call, like a plumber. If you're the husband and you handled all those things all these years, I, I think that's good information to pass down to your wife. Like the, an attorney, a financial advisor you're working with, a heating and cooling person. Do you have certain items you want to go to certain people? Do you Are you a hunter like I am? And, you, and if you pass, do you want a gun to go maybe to a grandson, grand granddaughter or whatever it is and walter is a really good resource out there and it's called the beneficiary directory and it's written by mark h kazerman k-a-i-z-e-r-m-a-n it's one book where you can put down all the information we just went through and you could have it in one spot it gives you directions gives you all the lists that we're talking about the cds the plumbers the attorneys the financial advisor life insurance all in one simple spot so if that's you out there i will suggest you go on amazon and get this beneficiary directory it's very very helpful we given them out here we give them quite a few out here at the office and i think that you would benefit greatly by sitting down listing all that stuff out and put it in order just and it'll make your life easier and it'll make your loved ones life easier also if you have some questions about that, reach out to Kevin again at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-PLAN or 
7526, and he can give you some more details and resources to help you out with that part of the planning process. That's all included in the planning process when you work with Kevin and the team at Insight Folios. Uh, No stone is left unturned during that process. The financials and everything that surrounds it all becomes part of the plan. Another way people cut corners is to ignore details about certain investments. We kind of just focus on the highlights of the the good of what they say about maybe a particular investment and ignore some of the consequences. Yeah, it is. Here's what I people typically ignore. Old 401ks, you know, they're completely out of mind. You left that job 10 years ago and they're still invested the exact same where they were 10 years ago today. Same thing goes for old IRAs. Are you paying a lot of fees in these things? Sometimes you're paying a lot of fees, and you need to reevaluate what you're doing. Are your investments working for you? Are, you know, are they striving to accomplish your goals? Because if you left your job 10 years ago, uh, I bet you things have changed in those last 10 years. And most of the time, here's what I see, Walter, there's a lack of diversification. What do I mean? I look at people's 401ks, their IRA statements, and here's where I see. They have 10 different mutual funds. Therefore, they think they're diversified. But are they really? When we break it down in their growth funds, almost every one of those growth funds own the same stocks, just different percentages. So you all own Google, Facebook, Netflix, for example, and in each of those 10 different mutual funds. And that's not diversification. That's just owning the same companies over and over and over. When you're getting ready to retire and you should be looking at different types of investments, how am I going to turn these investments into predictable income for the rest of my life? Things change. Don't ignore those old 401ks. Don't ignore those old IRAs. Bring those to your advisor. Sit down and start making sure they're working for you, not the other way around. I love that. Not the other way around. That's very important. All right. Last but not least, Kevin, avoiding the discussion about long-term care. This is the one that people really like to bury under the rug. They do. Why do you think that is, Walter? That's not fun to talk about. No, not. Or think about. It isn't, right? Well, I'm going to be at a nursing home, most people think. Why do I know? It's also expensive. Like on top of it not being fun to even think about the the physical side of it, it also carries with it lots of expenses, and people don't even like think about that part of it either. That's the number one reason they don't like to talk about it, because it's an added expense. Uh, Let me give you an example. We had uh, a couple come in here, they're 16, 62, and they were adamant about getting long-term care insurance. Why do you think that is, Walter? If they're adamant about it, then I'm going to think it's because maybe they saw their parents go through a tough situation, and so they want to make sure that they don't follow down that same path. That's exactly right, Walter. You hit it right on the nose. They spend, in this particular case, their parents had to spend down over $600,000 in order to pay for their care. So when it comes to long-term care insurance, what are you insuring? Well, people think long-term care insurance is only for the nursing home, and it's not. I call it stay out of the nursing home insurance because it'll pay for assisted living, it'll pay for at-home health care, and it does pay for nursing home care. I think of it differently. I don't think of it as going to the nursing home. I want to keep me out of the nursing home and I want to keep my family stress-free as possible. I don't want them to have to go through what's called the Medicaid spend down. If you save a lot of money over your lifetime, it only takes a few years to deplete that. So don't avoid the discussion of about long-term care. Embrace it because if you've worked 30, 40 years and you've accumulated a lot of money, it could be gone 
in just the blink of an eye. Protect that nest egg, get forward on it. You buy insurance on your iPhone, you buy insurance on your home, on your cars, on your boats, on your RVs, buy the insurance. This is the one one that really bugs me. At least consider buying the insurance to protect what you've accumulated up to this point in your life. Interesting, Kevin. And uh, you can just see, we could probably do a whole show on cutting corners, I would think, Kevin. We could continue we could. listing out things, but a couple to certainly think about on today's show. So if this has been you, well, our intention is not to make you feel bad or, or berate you for cutting corners. We all do it in different ways in life all the time. Uh, but with your finances, try not to do it, especially when it comes to retirement planning. These things are important and have lasting implications. So if you've been cutting corners stop it <laughs> get a better yeah. get a better plan in place kevin can help walk you through sometimes it is hard to do it on your own kevin can walk you through the process of getting a better plan uh, it's a complimentary initial meeting with kevin he can look at your situation talk to you about the review what needs to change where some of the pitfalls might be where you are indeed cutting corners and how we can go about doing things the right way so if you'd like to set up that initial time to meet for a conversation about your financial plan you can do that by calling 888-885-PLAN that's 888-885-7526 he is your financial coach at insight folios serving you in the tri-city area born and raised in pinconning has an office there based out of Pinconning still, has an office in Saginaw as well, and can, of course, meet with you remotely. So it doesn't even really matter where you are these days. We can meet with you remotely and uh, have these conversations too. Again, the number to call for a complimentary financial review is 888-885-PLAN. Talk about retirement, your goals, and how to achieve them. 888-885-7526. More to come on today's show. This is Simply Financial. It's getting to know you time. It's time to get to know Kevin Ray a little bit better on today's show. My fun question for you this week, Kevin, what book are you reading right now? Well, that's an easy one. I am reading Excellence Wins. Uh, It's by Horst Schultz. And it's a great read. It's about how he started out washing ashtrays. And he, his whole goal in life when he was 12 or 13 years old was working in a hotel. And that's how he started and ended up co-founding the Ritz Carlton. And he tells you how he how he did it. Lots, lots of great stuff in there, Walter. I recommend you read it. Yeah, if you'd asked me, um, you know, if you'd given me like a multiple choice and asked me to pick, you know, which of these names is someone who founded the Ritz Carlton, I think I would have been able to pick... Horst Schultz. <laughs> like what what a name. Like that's yeah. just, that just sounds like the person who then founded Ritz Carlton. I don't know why, but it just strikes me as appropriate. That's funny. It's it's a great read. Nice. All right. Well, that's a good one. We're going to add that to the list. I just got finished reading uh, a book that you recommended, Kevin. So I enjoyed listening to the audiobook of that, which I think we established on a previous show that it was the, the Traveler's Gift by Andy Andrews. And so another excellent one. It was very good. Yeah. The uh, seven lessons for or seven decisions to lead a successful life. Or I know I'm butchering that. That's not exactly what it is, but pretty close. This uh, basically the seven essential decisions or choices you have to make in your life and uh into to be successful so it was great it was a really good read great storytelling appreciate the recommendations so anybody go go check those out excellence wins and uh the traveler's gift two book recommendations from the show this week uh more coming up on today's show you're listening to simply financial
When you reflect on your life, what would you like to see as your fondest memories? Summers at your favorite vacation spot? Ice cream with the grandkids after their first t-ball game? Maybe it was your great adventure across the world or volunteering with a local nonprofit. Of course, those memories are still in the future, although they're not as far away as you might think. Be sure you have a financial plan to make them happen. Don't find yourself worrying while enjoying that ice cream. Peace of mind is attainable in your retirement. With the proper planning, you can secure a meaningful retirement. We can help you make those dreams a reality. Schedule your visit with our team today. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. We want to make memories with you. Get started by calling 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Let's see what people are saying about Simply Financial. Everybody on? Good. Great. Grand. Wonderful. Now, back to the show. Well, we had such fun today on Simply Financial discussing end-of-year planning and lots of financial matters that we don't really have time to end the show like we usually do with a listener question. So, Kevin, I'm just curious, as we reach the end of 2020 here, any final thoughts uh, from a financial perspective on uh, the year and uh, on our show today? It's been a tough year. You know, right, you know, when this pandemic started, we took a big hit. We've recovered the majority of it. And this is where the planning aspect comes into play. So don't procrastinate because these things are going to be coming down the road. We have a few short days left in December. Sit down, start doing some tax planning. Get that done before 2020. It may help you out greatly. And let's get on to 2021 and have better things in in store. You got it. That sounds like a plan. But uh, yeah, final message of the day. Don't procrastinate. If there are some things that can be better about your financial life, about your retirement, make the choice to improve those things today pick up the phone, give Kevin a call, and start the conversation. Again, the number is 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. For Kevin Ray, I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to you next time on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.